So when I was educated, I won't say what decade, in case somebody is <laughs> getting to be in the 19th century, depending how old you are, um, well, in the last century, I'm Jesuit educated, and I was a theology major in college as well, and before being in the airline industry. And we were taught that a good preacher has, this is hard to do with this heavy book, the gospel in one hand and the news in the other. So how about that? But I'm going to put this down because it's too heavy. I got this subscription to Time Magazine because they sent me a thing that said 52 issues for 10 bucks for if you're elderly. <laughs> so <laughs> I said, all right, you know, save money. So, but you know, I, I like to get a diversity of things coming in because I'll tell you, if this is where you're getting your news about the Catholic Church, you're in a lot of trouble. But they, it is good to find out what's going on. I found this one particularly interesting. I have not read this yet. The 100 Most Influential People. Uh, how much do you want to bet Pope Francis is in here somewhere, right? I, I'm sure he is. I haven't read this yet. But I did notice the cover person, I'm not going to show you who it is, uh, whom I have no beef with at all, but is one of the not the top 1% in this country, but the 0.0001% in wealth. And it occurred to me that secular lists of who's important is useless to God. But he is making a list of who's important and who isn't. And all of us want to be on his list because we're living in this temporary world where what seems important here is useless to God. The fact that I may have trillions of dollars is useful only in what I did with it while I lived. Because you can see the day when somebody else is going to own everything. And so, in this meantime, everything I have is a gift for somebody else. And oftentimes the gift that we give isn't even appreciated. Look at what Jesus does. This gospel is so interesting because who makes, who starts the gospel off today? Anybody listening? Who, who's in that gospel that shouldn't be in the Easter season? Judas. Judas. Yeah, this is the reading we hear on Wednesday of Holy Week. So Jesus is having this last big meal, the Last Supper, with his best friends, his family, the only family he's got. Perhaps the Virgin Mary's there. Mary Magdalene's probably there. We hear about the 11, which are the 12, and Judas walks out to betray him after, after eating with him. And then he sees the other 11. He knows they're all going to abandon him. And yet he says, now I'm glorified. And if I glorify the Lord, he's going to glorify me at once. Then he says, love one another. And he knows darn well they're not going to love him. But life is a a series of learning experiences. One thing after the other. Um, It's very easy, I think, think when I hear this love one another gospel, it's like, my gosh, who wants to hear about that again? But that's really a rule of life that uh, all of us are trying to live. We probably, most of us think we're fulfilling that more or less, but there's always a challenging person or situation that comes into our lives. A couple of years ago now, in fact, I was invited to another one of these. I went to this airline reunion of people that used to work in, for American uh, in L.A., and I went back to that. They're having another one now. It was really an interesting experience. I almost didn't go. I thought, 25 years ago, what do I... I worked with these people for 10 years, but, but I went back there, and the former president of the company was there and his wife, whom I'd never met, and a bunch of big shots. Um, but what we, we ended up talking about, in that 10 years, I had probably, oh, well, 15 different supervisors, men and women of different kinds, and as an agent, you know. And we found ourselves talking about them. 
The ones that were really nasty, nobody ever talked about. It's all over with. Everybody's retired, except me. I'm still working. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I'd be retired if I was still doing that. But, uh, but, but, you know, some of these people were so good at what they did. They encouraged us without fear. They, 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 made it, they inspired us so that we wanted to work harder. Others used kind of the whipping and, and fear routine. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It, you can be one kind of boss or another. Some were climbers, and they were stepping on us to get ahead. Others uh, encouraged us by their kindness. And I had a chance to actually thank a couple of them for what they had done for me. Uh, and the inspiration and example they were after so many years. You never think you're going to have a chance to do that. I think that's what, in the next world, what is it going to look like? The second reading, uh, Revelation, you know, uh, there's a new heaven and a new earth coming, and it's only a heartbeat away. Who's on that list? Because this list is useless. This is a this-world list. It's a list, a secular list that may or may not be important to God. Perhaps some of those people are on God's top list. But who's on top in that world? It's probably not going to be anybody that we know. It's going to be people who did the will of God. You know, you think about this gospel. If I sat at a dinner in which everybody was about to betray me, I wouldn't say, now I'm glorified. I'd say, now my goose is cooked. And I'm going to forgive, I try to forgive all of you people for the rest of my life. But that's not how Jesus saw it. He's giving us an example. He says, I'm going to keep trying to do the will of God even if everybody opposes me because if I know what God wants, then I have my mission in my life. We all have a mission in life, and our mission is not really in the macro environment so much as the micro. It's that next person that one encounters in family, at work. As I look back on my career so long ago, it seemed like a long time, 10 years, and now it seems like nothing. But... While everything, when everything is said and done, it's the people that were kind to me that I remember. Uh, I remember the nasty ones too, but, but you know, it's all a learning experience. Uh, and I think that's, that's what the Lord is trying to give us an example of, of selflessness, of what is life really all about in the limited time that I have to accomplish my task. So he puts before us this rule of life, one that I try to pull out each night and ask myself how I did. I invite you to do the same thing. It's an examination of conscience. It's very hard to see how we really are. Uh, the Lord knows, but he gives us a lifetime to mirror him, to become like him. And we really find that mirror in challenges, not in people we just agree with, but people we don't. Uh, and that's the, that's the thing that Jesus is showing us. He picked people that betrayed him, frankly. And yet they went on to be the center of the church. So we find that our Lord is then encouraging us to do the same thing. In reality, it's a rather difficult commandment to fulfill, but he also has mercy and forgives us whenever we ask. So we just pray that God will give us that guidance, the day-to-day inspiration of the Holy Spirit of following his commandment.